0: Good morning, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm very humbled and uh, honored. Um, I am not Pastor Keith Hodges, if you don't already know. Him and his lovely wife, Miss Kelly, are celebrating their 27th anniversary today. And so, uh, maybe y'all can reach out to them on Facebook or send them a message today and tell them how much you love and care about them, how much you missed them this morning, and they'd love that. And in um, saying that, um, if this is your first time, no matter what happens today, come back next week. <laughs> uh, we have the best pastor in the world, bar none, right? <clears throat> um, I've come to uh, love me more dearly because I get to call him dad now. And uh, he is a man of uh, faith. And if it was for him and his life, I wouldn't be here. Um, and many, none of us would be here, amen? And so uh, in saying that, you know, coming up here on the stage and standing behind this pulpit and uh, bringing a word, you know, there's a reverence to that. And so, um, I'm very humbled and, and honored to be here. Um, you know, it's all God's, but, um, you know, sometimes we have to borrow someone's credibility, but we gotta give it back. And so, uh, I'm very thankful um, for him and his life, and um, so we love him and thank him for it. Um, and so, this morning, we are going to be talking about the time is now. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, we're fixing to go deep. <laughs> Help me, Lord. All right, so um, the, the, the birth of this message has kind of a funny story behind it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were having car troubles, and uh, Pastor Keith called me. We were talking about the car. And then kind of at the end of the conversation, he just says, oh, you know, and by the way, you know, we're we're going out of town in a couple of weeks. Would you uh, like to preach the third, the 930 service for me? And uh, you ever kind of had that deer in the headlights kind of look? Praise God I was on the phone. <laughs> now, I wasn't having the best day. Is anyone else ever just not literally like, you know? And I'm sitting next to Jessica, and... She does this thing when she gets really excited. It's like a real high squeal. I don't know if any other wife does It's like, <laughs> Anyway, I, I was, didn't know what to say, and so I said something real spiritual like, uh, let me pray about that, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> and so if the pastor of the church ever calls you personally and invites you to do something, that's the Lord. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so I knew this, and I knew I was going to say yes and in my heart, but so I told him that, and I did, and I went and prayed about it at work the next day, and the Holy Spirit's awesome, and He'll speak to you when you give Him an opportunity to, and he, uh, he told me, he said, the time for you, Ian, is now. So in that moment, it was a random word for me, but then he said, I want you to preach about that. The time is now. And so today, we're going to be focused on time and now in our lives. And really, if we think about it, that's all we have. Time is the older we get, the more valuable it is. Uh, help me with the young youngsters today. You know, uh, I'm 30, about to be 32, and, and time is more precious every day. And so, our foundational scripture is Psalms 118:24, 24, and it says, uh, "This is the day the Lord has made; we will rejoice and be glad in it." If you've been coming to church any amount of time, we've heard this, right? And so. Uh, you know, God wants us to enjoy our days here on earth and be thankful for all of our circumstances. Uh, I believe a lot of us are being robbed uh, of the joy of today every day because we're too consumed with everyday life, the failures of our past, the uncertainties of our future. We're trapped in our mind. You know, I deal with this. I'll take my halo off. You know, we, our, our bodies are naturally... Um, we like to think negatively more than we will positively. You know, we get stuck in, in the past and we get on this train of thought. We're thinking of all this negative stuff or even worse, we're fantasizing about maybe the way it has been or we're so f- consumed and focused about our future that we are literally uh, not engaged in our faith. We're not engaged with uh, what God's trying to do in our lives in that moment. And that and that moment is what God really wants us to uh to seize, and that's where the journey starts. You know, what are we doing with the time that God's given us? And so uh, we've been robbed of our joy and peace, and we fail to make good uh, choices, especially concerning our time and the way we spend it. This makes us indecisive and keeps us on the sidelines rather than engaged in the battle. Uh, Guys, this is what the devil wants. You know, Pastor Joel Werner did an awesome job last week. He was talking about uh, the scheme of the enemy on our lives, and we got to believe that, you know? Um, God told me we're stressed because we're constantly focused on the problems and not on Him you know that's that's quit underestimating we serve a big God right that's, that's the God we, we worship and serve knows every one of your names and knows your story just as personally as He does mine you know what I'm saying um, can we get to that next point God wants us to seize all the now moments in our life so we can make an impact in the world around us. You know, but we got to seize that now moment. You know, when Pastor Keith actually invited me on the phone, I failed in that moment. But praise God, I allowed the Holy Spirit to uh, redeem that moment and seize it when the Holy Spirit told me when I prayed about it, you know, that the time is now. And so when we seize those moments, we can, we can make an impact, we can change the workplace, we can change our family life, we can change the world, you know? Um, we gotta recognize how valuable the time is that God's given us. He gives us 24 hours in a day, right? And so we need to be focused and motivated. We need to begin to see all the things we see as daily interruptions, as opportunities to share the gospel and walk in the giftings and callings. Um, Me and Jessica, we teach the the connection track, step three, and so if you've all been through there, you might have heard this before, and actually, I stole this material, well, borrowed it from Pastor Rick Warren, because it's that good. Uh, Pastor Rick Warren, he started subway recovery, excuse me, but, um, you know, if I asked you how many opportunities you had at work to share the gospel or share your testimony, you would probably be like, "Mm, you know, I might have like one or two opportunities. Well, I asked you how many interruptions you had throughout that whole day. You could probably start rattling off of this guy was nagging at me while I was on my phone. and You know, those, interru- those things that we see as interruptions are actually the moments God wants us to seize for God for God's glory. Y'all, y'all picking up what I'm throwing down? Amen. And so we need to flip the script on the devil and, and begin to see um, see things the way God sees them. Amen? <clears throat> we'll go ahead and get the uh, that next point. Every moment missed is an opportunity lost. Y'all, I've missed it a bunch of times, and I hate the feeling afterwards. That feeling, oh, God, I missed it. I hate that feeling. You know what, you know, I want to make them proud. You know what, and the time is, you can't, we can't go back, right? Hindsight's always 20-20, what they say. So when the enemy isn't trying to discourage us in our thought life, you know, he's busy, he's always trying to distract us, or both of them at the same time. You know, here, we're very blessed to live in the country we live in, but you know what, there are distractions everywhere. We pay for distractions. (laughs) We, We pay to be entertained. You know what I'm saying? And when we're so distracted, the Holy Spirit can't speak to us. You know, y'all, this ain't going to be mind-blowing, y'all. Y'all probably know one of the biggest attractions we have. Looks a little something like this. Y'all seen that show, uh, The Walking Dead? Where's Levi? That's like his favorite show. Next time you go to the mall, pray the Holy Spirit, open your eyes. It's literally The Walking Dead. We have people, we're so important. You know, we got kids growing up in a home. And before I get too far into this, I'm not saying, man, that's turn Amish, that's get rid of all our stuff. I thoroughly enjoy my iPhone, I use it, but there's got to be a healthy balance. But you know, so we have kids coming home and they don't even see their parents engage. You know, there's their, they're sitting at the table around our phones where no one's talking about life, no one's talking about nothing. God's saying, the Holy Spirit, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something in your life, I'm trying to use you. Man, we are accountable to that for our families. You know, we got a husband, picture of husband and wife, you know, and they wanna have some more intimate time. Picking up what I'm throwing down? You didn't know you are gonna get that in church, did you? That's one of the, that's some of the most, the best blessing God can give us. Well, you know what, so when God gives them the time, they set the time apart, you know, one of them's waiting in the bedroom on their phone, husband and wife comes in, they're offended because they're on the phone, so what do they do? They get in the bed, they're on their phone, Now now both of them are too prideful to initiate anything. Come on. Amen? Is this good preaching? Look at James, that's good. And praise God. So now are you only robbed of the joy God wants to give you for that. Now the enemy has you divided. You wake up in the morning, you're already off track. You ain't living, you ain't living, uh, you know, today is the day that the Lord has made. So it's a cycle. Amen? Can I get that next slide? Wake up! The time is now. All we have is now. This is the right now moment in your life. Look at your neighbor and say, wake up! Wake up. The next scripture. First Peter 2.9. But you are not like that. For you are a chosen people, you are my royal priests, the holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he has called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. That's a good word. That's God's word. We are to stand out and be leaders, not followers. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the doing of your mind, then you'll be able to test and prove God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. That's Romans 12, 2. So we got to, can I get the next slide? We got to declare what God says. You know, we got to know his word. You know, we got to know what he's called us to be. We got to know his promises of our life. We know we're the first, we're not the last. I'm favored, coming and going. I'm saved, redeemed, set free, set apart. God's called me to be a leader in my family. God's called me to be a leader at my workplace. God's called me to be a leader in my church. There's some people sitting here that are going to be up here doing what I'm doing one day. In Jesus' name. You know what? Are we going to let the fear keep us from doing what God's called us to do? God, forgive us. If I'm so worried about what people think that I won't do what you called me to do. We have missionaries dying for the gospel right now. <clears throat> we saw that beautiful slide. That's amazing. You know, when you go on a trip like that, I've never gone, I will one day, what well, happens when they come back? They have a new revelation and perspective on life and how valuable it is, right? We're so, we're so consumed and distracted, we're eating breakfast, we're not even done, we can't even enjoy the massive breakfast we have, we're thinking about what we're gonna have for lunch. Right? Isn't that how we were designed? We're being robbed of just the simple things, simple joys that people take, we take for granted that they have no, you know. You know, I was thinking, and Pastor Joe Warner was speaking last week, and I was preparing my message, and he, I could listen to him talk all day. He just has God's story, amazing, miraculous, God's story after another. And I was like, God, why are we seeing that here? What, bring your glory into this country, we need a change. And he said, we're too distracted. For the miracles to happen amen all they have is god in some places they literally that is all they have that's where the power is is that all you have is that all you have there is a ripple effect when we declare what god says i believe this is the key to unlocking our potential as believers to turn us the world changers, so we can change the atmosphere wherever we are. Liberty Church, y'all, this is a church full of world changers. Yeah. Amen? So how do we do this? Don't worry, you showed me. You get the next slide? There's three practical ways. Go ahead. First, we have to turn our I have to's into I get to's. I struggle with this one. I wake up in the morning when my alarm goes off, I'm thinking, man, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. What if we flip the script on the devil and said, for the days the Lord has made, set our hearts ahead of time, and say, no, I get to. 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 Because that's how blessed we are. Number two, we have to surrender our want to's unto the Lord. This is a tough one. Crucify, crucify your flesh, sorry. Daily. His timing is always right now timing. God is always on time, right? Because that's all we have. And he, he wants us to know when He answers our prayers that it was Him. Yes. That's another thing in Told. Me. We're so distracted. We want to hear from God. We want to hear from God. God, I'm praying about this. Then when He actually tells us, we're so confused and distracted we don't even know what He's saying, so we second guess ourselves. Amen? Am I alone in this? You want to get married? You want to have a godly husband or wife? Or, you know, you want to do this? Surrender to the Lord. Lord. It's not easy. Be patient. Uh, this earthly body, we are literally just a walking bag of I want to's, right? <laughs> it's like I want to eat a whole gallon of mint chocolate chip ice cream, but I want to have abs like Batman, <laughs> right? Isn't that how we are? God help us. Anyone seen Lego Batman? He had like a nine pack. Can we get the next slide? Create some to-dos for the kingdom. This is so important why we need to know our calling and the giftings, because when we know our purpose, we can actually, we'll want to do it. When we know our purpose, We'll be, we'll be motivated. We'll be, on, we'll be, we'll be, guided by Him. He'll give us the energy. That's a big one. We need, we need the energy that only that the Holy Spirit can give us. You know what I'm saying? When we're doing it in our flesh, we won't make it. And there's plenty of to-dos to do. Tell your neighbor. There's plenty of to-dos to do. Amen. No matter what season of life you are in. God desires us to choose joy and peace. Jesus said this, my yoke is easy and, uh, forgive me, my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. Matthew 11, When we become too consumed with our past or our future, we are robbing ourselves from today and from experiencing joy in our lives. This life of faith is a journey, not a destination. Let's have fun. Let's embrace the now. You know, we're so focused on where we want to be, what we're trying to get to. It's robbing us of what we have. You know, we woke up this morning, you already have less of today than you did when you woke up. Praise God for starting it off right. But it's Sunday. Are you gonna, how are you gonna treat tomorrow? Because Monday morning's coming. All we have is right now. Tomorrow's not promised. Can anyone tell me that at 6 o'clock tomorrow or whatever time the sun rises that it will rise? If so, then we'll just get up and we'll go eat chicken. (laughs) By the grace of God, it will. We expect it to come, don't we? It's in His power, though. What if we lived every day like it was our last? You know, I don't believe there was one wasted Day, hour, second of Jesus' life. He was a man on a mission, on purpose. God forbid this happens every day. What if, what if that man or woman wakes up tomorrow, they've known something's wrong, they go to the doctor, they find out they got cancer. The doctor tells them they have two weeks. I bet your life would get thrown into perspective pretty quick. I bet you want to be on Facebook eight hours a day. (laughs) I heard on the radio they say that an average person right now spends six to eight hours on on, uh, social media a day. Heck, I work nine. (laughs) I sleep for seven. There's 16. Oh, I give God two minutes in the morning. I gave Him two minutes before I went to bed. Four minutes up against 23 hours and help me 56 seconds god you're good can i get that next scripture i'm running out of time the time is now come on god go on the next one sorry the ephesians 6 Try to please them all the time, not just when they are watching you as slaves of Christ. Do the will of God with all your heart. Work with enthusiasm as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will reward each of us for the good we do, whether we are slaves or free. Ephesians 6, 6 through 8. Know how I read that? We got to give them our all all the time, no matter who's around. If the preacher's in the room, you're going to act the same way if he's in a room by yourself. Can I get that next point? Ultimately, the value of your life will not be determined by where you end up or by all the stuff that you end up with, but by how well, how well you spent your time. Other than relationships, okay? But if we don't use the time that He gives us properly to build new relationships, we won't have any. But literally, when you, we are dead and buried and gone, we will be a sum of how we spend our time. God. That's it, and your name. Well, so what is God showing you today about some things that maybe we need to, to change? You know, some things <clears throat> that we can do to give Him our time, to honor Him with our time. You know, I don't want to have that feeling when I miss something, because I was, so find out later I was so distracted, or robbing the blessings of someone else. Of something that I was supposed to do or give. And so, are, are, as you're sitting there, are you recognizing all the time God's given you? Do you re- recognize how precious it is that tomorrow's not promised? What are you doing with Christ? And so I got a, a, this last scripture, and it's kind of big, but... You know, the Holy Spirit doesn't come to convict us. He comes to change us. So if you're feeling kind of like maybe kicked in the gut a little bit, God's fixing to raise you up. This is one of my favorite scriptures. And I'm just going to let the scripture speak for itself. This is Deuteronomy 30, 11 through 16. This is the command I'm giving you today. Everybody say today. Right now. is not too difficult for you. AND IT IS NOT BEYOND YOUR REACH, IT IS NOT KEPT IN HEAVEN, SO DISTANT THAT YOU MUST ASK, WHO WILL GO UP TO HEAVEN AND BRING IT DOWN, SO WE CAN can HEAR IT AND OBEY? IT IS NOT KEPT BEYOND THE SEA, SO FAR AWAY THAT YOU MUST ASK. WHO who WILL uh, CROSS THE SEA TO BRING IT TO US, SO WE CAN HEAR IT AND OBEY? NO, THE MESSAGE IS VERY CLOSE AT HAND. IT IS ON YOUR LIPS AND IN YOUR HEART, SO THAT YOU CAN OBEY IT. NOW LISTEN, GOD LET US HEAR. Today, say today, I am giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster, for I command you this day to love the Lord your God and keep His commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in His ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are about to enter and occupy. Hallelujah! Go ahead to the next one. TODAY. SAY TODAY. I HAVE GIVEN YOU THE CHOICE BETWEEN LIFE AND DEATH, BETWEEN BLESSINGS AND CURSINGS. NOW I CALL ON HEAVEN AND EARTH uh, TO WITNESS THE CHOICE YOU MAKE. WE'RE IN THE HOUSE OF THE LORD, Y'ALL. THEY'RE HERE, WITNESSES. OH, THAT YOU WOULD CHOOSE LIFE SO THAT YOU AND YOUR DESCENDANTS MIGHT LIVE. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long and have the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. I get that last point. Because I believe that scripture said it better than I could ever say it. Changing your future starts with changing your right now. Right now. This is a right now moment for some of y'all in here. Can we have the lights just dim down a little bit? I'm gonna ask everyone to just close their eyes and bow their heads. And so, if you're sitting in here today, you're one of three people. The The first group, you're here this morning. If you were to die today, you do not know where you would go. You're scared, you don't know what to do, but you know God's real, and that's you today. And you want to cha- you change your destination, you want to change your life, you want to change your, your eternity, your family tree, that starts right now. This is your right now moment. Tomorrow might not come. So if that's you, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Ain't nobody looking. Ain't nobody watching. This is between you and God. You're going to change your life today in Jesus' name. Don't listen to the enemy. He's telling you, you ain't going to be able to read that whole Bible and understand it all. It don't matter. In time, God's going to put people in your life. Praise God. Their hand's going up. Praise God. I'm going to give you a couple more seconds. God sees you. He sees your hand. He knows your name. He knows your life. He knows your story. And joy's coming in the morning. Amen. God sees those hands. God bless you. We're going to ask you to to lower those hands in a little bit. We're going to go in a a corporate prayer. I'm going to lead you all. But I want to ask the second group of people. You're here today. You're saved. You know the Lord. He's doing great things in your life, but God's been tugging on your heart this morning. He's been stirring you up. He's been showing you some things that you need to cut out. You ain't honored it. You believe you're honoring with your time, but you ain't. And he wants to bring you closer. He wants us to repent. And he's starting a new thing in you today. He's starting a new season. And it's going to change today. And if that's you, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Praise God. There are hands going up. Hallelujah. Bring us back to you, God. God sees your hand. He sees, he sees you. He knows your name. Thank you. I'm going to ask you to lower your hands. The third group of people. You know what? God just confirmed some things in your life today that you are. You are on track. You are doing great. And he's saying, keep doing what I've told you to do. You have joy welled up in you. And it's going to keep you on a path to just go even farther. And he's, he's giving you a joy. If that's you, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Hallelujah. Their hands going up. We're winning the enemy. We're, we, are, we are winning the battle, I mean. Praise God. I'm going to go ahead and lead us in a prayer. Let's all speak it together. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we love you and we thank you for today, a day not promised to us. God, let us be thankful in it. Change us. We love you. God, we recognize your son Jesus as the one and only son. In him we confess our faith. Thank you, Jesus. We surrender our life to you right now. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.